Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. And good morning and welcome to the Five Show Community Radio 3CR. G'day, Tez. How you going, mate? Hello, Cobble. What's happening? Hey, a bit uh, up, and, up and about this morning, We're up sir. and about, mate. Uh, Andy was just uh, saying that not much has happened in the West for the for the people out there, and, and uh, it's... Uh, you're probably right, you mate. Made, you Just... made a smart-ass comment. In the end. I said, I said they're going to get a few Jim Mullins rounds. But look, anyway, morning, and Good morning, Neil. Billy. Morning, everyone. How are we? Look, we can't complain. Uh, big week. Big week for the union movement. Big Fantastic. rally. Massive Fantastic. rally. Fantastic. It was great to see great the turnout. turnout. Fantastic that, that turnout. That was there. Yep. Packed. Very packed. To the rafters. Well, it was. I mean, when you sat at the intersection of... Um, Victoria Street and Russell Street there. It didn't look as if it was too, too big, too. So I thought it was a bit disappointing, but as we moved off and the thing there and to the sides of the road and got halfway down our destination to the Federation Square there, I was in the middle, looked up, and, gee, there is... Yeah, you're right in saying that, and Yeah, I had the same opinion. Standing there, you can't really grasp how big it is it until you massive. start walking. Very good. And there's a lot of our flags floating around, Billy. Definitely. Definitely good to see. Great to see. Well, it's good to see. It, look, it's good to see that the people of Melbourne, the union, the union people, and not only just union people, but just uh, people yep. from all different backgrounds, and a lot of young fellows uh, too, getting yeah, behind it. Take keep your hands off our uh, our agreements and take your hands off our allowances, hard yep. fought conditions, and uh, some good speakers. Earl Earl uh, Tez killed him again. Killed him again. Yep. No. He knows what it's all about, doesn't he? He does, he does. Yeah, a lot of a lot of um a lot of people around Australia could uh, listen to what he says and take heed because um he's on the money all the time. He is. Yeah, definitely. on the money and uh it was uh it was very well for Richmond though, I suppose he's, he's let out one sort of fault <laughs> in his life, I suppose. Oh. Yeah, one floor. But anyway. Uh, but um, no, nah, it was um, great to see. It was well attended by everybody, you know. Of course, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, wasn't definitely. Yeah. Work. It was fantastic. You know, people do care. There's a lot of activists out there, whether they're part of the union movement or not. You know, they, they just see what's happening to people's rights, the penalty rates, as I've said on a few meetings on the site. That's what I've said, Neil, you know, why should any, you know, your partner or your kids have to work on a Saturday or a Sunday or a public holiday or at night time? And then not get penalty rates. Why should they? Well, yep. being forced onto an ABN, then negotiating everything from superannuation through to uh, income protection. That uh, listening to the uh, the AMWU secretary, I don't know, if, don't know his name, but uh, describing what some of the welders have to uh, do to you know to uh, negotiate their. Uh, Rates of pay. Their rates of pay and even things like superannuation and all these sorts of things are put into the calculation. So you can imagine what would happen to... to Someone who's not versed in doing those types of deals. Mm. Well, and then the problem is that the actual employer doesn't stick to the, to the agreement anyway. Correct, well, that's very correct. Seven Eleven. Yep. You know, that sort of stuff. So. Yep. Well, that's just an absolute disgrace what's happened there at Seven Eleven end, and as you know. and uh, But anyway... But one of the one of the best things is going, Neil, when you look around our uh, great state of Victoria, 
the amount of building works happening. I mean, of infrastructure happening. Yeah, plenty going on, Tess. Plenty I, going on. I thought you were going to say one of the great things is getting a donut from Seven <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. No, when you look around, you can see, yeah, you know, your, your man of work. You know what the Labor government in Victoria has um, has, has thrown thrown in to do all these mates. big projects. We've got a few mates, husband and the boys, working on those those rail links on the gates and whatnot. And uh, you, you go for a drive, and there's massive, massive amounts of work. Getting done, you know, it's, it's mm. obviously getting a lot of people employed. Oh, definitely. Yep. Look, that, that's exactly right, and and uh, as you said, uh, there's a lot of work out there, and it's, uh, <clears throat> you look at the construction industry, Terry, and we believe we're heading into a very good growth period. And Bill, you've yep. seen it out in your area, Billy. Yeah, and definitely have. And we were down in South Melbourne the other week, Neil, and you know, around Queens Road. Yeah, there's just building site after building site, and, uh, and, I must tell and they're you all that. using union labour, Terry. And yes. That's what the good thing Mate, is. The good union labour. Yep. Well, and I um, and I know, and this this might shock you, you guys, but there is two more fishing ship shops getting built. In Geelong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is. You're kidding? Nah, I'm not. It's, it's in a boom. Is what is it actually in centre of Geelong or are they on the outskirts? Nah, well, it's on the outskirts. On the outskirts. They can't build nothing in the centre of Geelong. <clears throat> no, they're still doing traffic management down there. You know, it's no. <coughs> Someone said they were going to bring traffic lights into Geelong. Is that, is that right? They're going to what? Bring traffic lights into Geelong. There's, they've got Geelong's yeah, going all right. Geelong's going they've all right. They've got boom gates, but the old-fashioned ones. <laughs> the bike gets out of his little box. And yeah, there. he like, runs across the road. Does he? Yeah. When I was a kid, we used to run across and chat him for him. There was I no know. train coming. We know Ox. We know Ox is listening, in, mate. He always listens in the well, big. I actually sent Ox a good photo. Yes, I was going through <laughs> some archive material, <laughs> and uh, there was a. Is photo. that old stuff? Yeah, that's right. In one of the magazines, and it was circa about nineteen eighty-nine, I think eighty-eight, and there's Ox. In the Geelong picnic on the tug of war. He was must, he? He must have been about 16 or 17, I think. Mm. He had a very baby face, but I'll tell you what, he had a decent mop of hair, though. Did he? Not <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's still, I think he just shaves his head, doesn't he? Just uh, mm. waiting. So We've got to get a hold of that photo, and I, I want to see it, yep. Yeah, I'll make sure I'll send it to you. Well, Ox is very passionate, as you know, and uh, he, was, he, he actually came in and gave a report on Monday, and... Uh, yeah, what's happening to some of these um, apprentices? Apprentices, and, and especially with some of these group schemes undercutting the uh, the other other uh, group schemes, reputable group schemes, reputable, and uh, and uh, unfortunately, he's well, look, his son got caught up in it and uh, yep. lost his job, and uh, mm. it's just terrible what goes on out there. Yep, yep, they exploit them, and all of a sudden, yeah, it just goes and goes and goes, and. Um, only, only that the union will get in there and back these kids up. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, yourself with all your apprentices, head of the, all your sprinkler fitters apprentices, yeah. mate. But, um, no, there you go. But, uh, yeah, looks, that, look, Ox mate. looks a little bit there. Uh, look at that photo there, Andy. Uh, he, uh, <coughs> yeah, he's a big boy, wasn't he? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And what year was that, Andy? I was about four then, Ann. You were fifty three. Well Tess we'll just talk before and <clears throat> it's common knowledge that you used to play footy with chicken smallcorn. So, you know, <laughs> I coached him. 
<laughs> I heard you played with him. I coached him. No? All right. <laughs> you coached him. Yeah, you coached, <laughs> coached him at Small yeah, Court. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he won the Brownlow in, what was it, about 1922 or something? 28. 28. 28. Next for Troy? Victoria. That's when they were the gorillas. The gorillas, yeah. The gorillas. The gorilla gorillas. Yeah. Was Richmond around then? Were they around then? Don't worry about that, mate. Captain Blood was 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 putting fear into the people of Collingwood and Carlton. Uh, Don't worry about that. Yeah, he he would have booked them. He, he would have booked them. He would have pinched them. Give him a backhand. He learned you learned your ruck work off. You mean? He's going. The old backhand in the throat. Richmond going, mate. They're going all right. They're doing all right, mate. Big game this weekend, Tez. It is. Hey, listen, don't worry about that, Code. What about the rule footy last night? Oh, hey. what a sensation. Oh, what a game. game. Hey, the mighty Maroons. Mate. Oh, hey. Stick don't, it out there. Don't count them out, mate. Them, but I, just, I had a gut feeling they were going to go right the mighty Maroons. Yeah. yeah well, I was hoping. And the yeah. old boys, Cooper Cronk. Slater. Slater. Right. Johnny Thurston. Mate, yeah, good, are they? They'll be definitely favourites yeah. to take it Probably out now. Probably next, yep. next couple of years when them guys retire, mate, they've, they've got to well, make them okay with the sunshine. Remember to the first game, that's what they've done. They gave a lot of young blokes, you know, a taste what it was when they got a flogging. So, yep. you know, you still got a bit of pride, so they brought the old fellas back and then maybe they've just got to do it slowly, not not one big foul swoop. You know, well, they didn't Hawthorne. disappoint, did they? Especially with Hawthorne. You know, yep. Hawthorne's got a yep. heap of blokes bringing young blokes, but yep. they haven't done nothing. Haven't done anything. They recruited well, Hawthorne. They uh, picked up an ex-Richmond centre forward. Yes, get a gun kick. player. Yeah. Gun player. Yeah, he's one of Richmond's better players. <laughs> We've seen the doggies going real well, Ian, aren't they? You in the eight, are you? Is that the reigning premiers? Are you in the no. eight? Are, you, are they, Tess? Is, is the doggies Terry's not tumbling I don't think in. they are. I'm not saying nothing. No. Terry's not tumbling in. I'm not tumbling, eh? We've well, got a bit to do. We've got anyway, a bit to do with the blue boys. How about calling with they young, Bill? I'm not a Collingwood fan, but I don't think they're doing too well, mate. Yeah, we need to say a Bombers special here, mate. Bombers. to a few boys out there, Anne. Do we? Who's that? We'll say, look, young Rusty's listening in. Rusty, uh, good on you, mate. You've raised, uh, I think you've raised a few hundred bucks there for the 3CR. Um, you've done well on that gate of yours. Do you reckon, Ian? He's done, he's done a fantastic job, Rusty. I have to say to Levi. Morning, yeah. Levi. What do you got to say uh, morning to Levi for? Well... Levi, I think, has raised. What did he end up raising there, Ian? Did you, yes. have the list, you got the list there? Yeah, about uh, 750. 750. Great bucks. job. Well done, Levi. Yeah, well done, Levi. Good work. Well, if he runs short of that 750, he said he's going to put it in himself. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he said that. <laughs> well, if you know why he's ringing up his cousin Leon, yeah, GWS, he'll be quit off him. Yeah, yeah. 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 I actually saw some video footage of uh, Levi uh, singing a rolling. I didn't realise he's a huge Rolling Stones fan. <laughs> oh, but, massive. Uh, massive. Massive. Oh, yeah, big, big. But, um, he was impersonating Mick Jagger. Look, he's probably pretty ordinary impersonation. He hasn't got the looks, but I'll give him give him well, ten out of ten for endeavour. Endeavour, endeavour. That's what you need. You need the endeavour. Endeavour. Um, look, uh, let's move on. Come we on. We might move into a song. In, Could uh, early, isn't it? Ah, oh, look, we'll get it over and done with. And uh, right, suppose, what is look, it? Come on. Come at, on. The, at the rallies, <laughs> and I know the boys all. You know, they they all give it their best, but you know, our good mate Tez and Andy, he uh, who Skinner. Yeah. He was the best, and uh, and that's not being disrespectful to anybody else, but uh, we certainly miss Skinner, and uh, he would have loved that rally. He would have loved yeah, being out on the front of that on. front of front of that truck. So uh, let's dedicate this song. Let's dedicate well, this song mate. to Skinner. Well, yeah, mate. There's been a lot of talk about this next song. Maybe maybe too much talk. This song is not a rebel song. This song is Sunday, bloody Sunday. Oh. 
Well, welcome back yeah, to the Fire Up Show. And it'd be fantastic. Our old mate Skinner mate, he'd be dancing to that. Yep. That'll get you fired. I don't know if he'd be in heaven or hell, but he'd be dancing somewhere to it, That's wouldn't he? Really, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. There you go, mate. So, Bill, how's it going out there, mate? You're oh, uh, pretty good out there. It? Oh, definitely, definitely getting around. Boys and, uh, a lot of apartments now, a lot of apartments, a couple of schools out there as well. One in, one in Bay Morris out there. Got another um, one in uh, South Yarra, um, Melbourne Grammar Boys. Melbourne Grammar Girls just finished. Now Melbourne Grammar Boys They've is taking They've got plenty off. of money, those uh, private schools for renovations, haven't they? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's always, you know, ongoing. Always ongoing. Especially always around ongoing. that Melbourne Grammar, Trinity well, Grammar. Kerry I remember Grammar. working back there years ago on Melbourne Grammar Boys as well myself. And now, you know, another extension. I Off remember when I used to go to Melbourne Grammar in Form One. I went, I went, I went for the Tribune in a stolen EH one day. But um, well, look, yeah. I mean, well, look, that's where the uh, there's plenty of money in those schools, Tez, as you know, and uh, plenty of bugs money, plenty of bugs hey, money. Doesn't you mean know, they uh, breed the smartest kids, though. Well, they don't. Look at the people in this room. Ted Simons. Otterberg Tech went all that flash, you know what I mean? But uh, there you yeah. go. And Werribee Tech, and? Yeah, Werribee Tech. Oh, you, went, you went to Box Hill Grammar, didn't you? Mate, I went to Burwood Tech, and uh, what a great school. Is it still uh, there, Burwood Tech? No, it's a housing estate. Yeah, there you uh, go. I thought it was a housing estate. <laughs> it was pretty ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> it always was. I, I, I changed school a few times. I went to Werribee Tech, Tirana, Werribee Tech, Palm Tree. Tally Ho Boys Home. Well, look. The good news is, in that uh, the, we come the, out of it all right. The good news is they're they're building that youth training centre out your way, and you, you can send your kids there <laughs> <laughs> to work. <laughs> to work. My kids are working. Thank you. Yeah, to work there. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to keep it in the family. Keep. I know you're passionate about what gets built in Murby. Yeah. No. There you go. Well, what you see, they're going to build out there, in Sorry. The new city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Another well, grand vision, you know. Yeah, but, uh, Can't yeah, even yeah. get the rail crossings done. How are we going to get a city? Well, <laughs> as I always say, you know, that's why they built the Westgate Freeway, mate, to put a hill in the western suburbs. But um, they're going to plant some trees out there, eh? This is, this is getting end day, isn't it? We've got plenty of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of rocks and thistles. Right? Thistle, yeah. capital, capital of the world. Yeah. Nah, mate, some great people come out of the West, mate, haven't they? Can you name a few, Tez? Andy. Ted Wooden. One. Gary Dempsey. Two. Ted Whitten Jr. <laughs> yeah. Three. Three. Your uh, best mate. Barry Michael. Yeah. Yep. That's Four. a boxer, Neil. Yeah, Fighter. I remember. Yeah. Mate, I think well, you knew him when he was caught up with... Uh, Dougie Wade. Remember the Dougie big fight of the century? Yep. When he fought Lester Ellis? Yes. Yes. And, uh, Frankie... Frankie, Frankie Ropus. Frankie Ropus. Yeah. Mm. These other days, weren't they? Oh, good days. And that was oh, in the good. street before the fight, wasn't it? That was at the front of Festival Hall. He <laughs> <laughs> was on the train on the way in. Yeah, yeah. They had to take their moccasins off the belt each other with them. So what's happening end in the fire industry, mate? Well, mate, we have got a we have got a um, a meeting tomorrow, Ted. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Out at out at fire industry training. And uh, in light that terrible tragedy that happened over in London. Yes, Andy. with uh, you know the building, the Tower Infernos, as, as they're calling it. I mean, they dress it up as the old typical cliche. You can put lipstick on a pig, and it's still a pig. You know, they put this beautiful facade on, and all that did was trap all the people in there, yep. burn them to death, 
right? But they never put any fire protection in their building. Yep. So there's no sprinklers in the building, no and they had one stairwell. One stairwell, which is not normally called a fire escape, but as you, as we know, like trap. those, they're, they're traps, they're fire traps. Yeah. Right? And everybody thinks the sprinkler system, what they are designed, they're not designed to put out a fire, they're designed to contain it to give you an opportunity to escape from the building. So if you're on a, if you're on the twenty seventh floor, Ant, and the fire escape, there's a building fire. down the bottom, yeah. and it's going up the thing. Yeah, and fire escape ain't going to help you. Not if there's a sprinkler system. That's isn't it. it. Yeah, right. There's there's no it is. It right. is. You look at you look at our buildings here. Well, there, well, there's a strict code, and unfortunately, there's there's companies out there that that aren't adhering to that code. And and, uh, and and is that because the regulator's not doing their job? That's the regulator's not doing their job now, 100%. Yep. Mm. 100%, right? And, well, what it says, without giving anything away, you know, we, we believe the only people to do, to do testing of a live sprinkler system, Terry, is... To be registered. A registered sprinkler people. fitter who do a four-year apprenticeship. Well, that makes sense. Makes sense, doesn't it, Well, how can you grab some bloke, a parking attendant in a car park yep. and show him how to push a few buttons? He not know what a sprinkler system is. He's That's got no exactly idea. right. Right? So yeah. it should be horses for courses. Look, we've been, and I know Earl's, Earl and um, Glenn Menzies have been on this for a long time about uh, about the regulators, the VBA. You know, what do they do? They do nothing, do they? And I know they're on all these boards and we get there, and I know we're all very passionate about, about you know, our tickets and our registrations, but they fall on deaf ears, don't they? Because because these bureaucrats just sit back on their fat asses. Well, what, what happened, Tez, as you well know, back in the day it was called the PLC, which was Plumbing Industry Commission. Yep. And the majority of people that were on the Plumbing Industry Commission were plumbers. Mate, it makes were, sense, doesn't it? Mate, it makes shock, sense, doesn't it? Bit of, bit of a shock, but they were plumbers, ex-plumbers. <laughs> they knew the industry and knew their job, and they were going around and doing inspections because they had the capabilities, too, because they were trained as a plumber. That's it. To inspect plumbing work. They, well, they knew what they were and looking before at. Before that, you had the MMBW Board Correct. of Works. Precise. Metropolitan B- uh, Board mm. of Works. Board of Works. Okay. And Board they works. were all plumbers as well. They were. And all the inspectors were ex plumbers. Right. But now what's happening is bureaucrats, that beautiful word bureaucrat, floating around, and well, they, they, they get, can't make a decision. Well, they get their good pay packet, Andy. They, they're on probably like 200000 a year to sit on that board, and they sit on six or seven other boards. Yep. Right. So that's pretty much how they get him. That's their well, uh, That's their go. After that, after that, Jack Dyer in London, right? And that and that Sheila from, um, I've got to be careful what I say here. Um, that that banana peeler from the um, VBA. I heard her make a speech to say that uh, they are very upfront and they uh, yeah. they look at all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, what half back flank is she? Well, from what we and and you alleged. Know, well, look, we alleged. believe we believe alleged. that it's, it's and we've had reports on her and. But basically, the inspectorate out there is non-existent. Um, you have the shit that comes into Australia. Compliance breaches everywhere, from, from yeah. roofing through to stormwater, through to fire testing, and uh, enough's enough. Yep. Well, ladies, enough. we've got a meeting tomorrow. A bit of a protest, whatever you want to call it, to let you know the industry know and let a lot of, let the public know that we believe it's time for a change. Well, I can remember. I can remember when we um, hired about thirty buses and went out to a place in Camberwell and Burke Road to the uh, Plumbing Industry Commission, and um, we overturned a hell of a lot over there. And and I think that's what we've got to do now. I think uh, times times come that um, 
and all the shit that's coming in. No one gets out and inspects these products. No well, one, no one, no one, no one gets qualified people. It used to be watermarked. All the stuff was made. It had to be watermarked to a set standard. And now the stuff that's coming in from overseas. Well, it comes in from, from we won't just say China, but it comes in from from, from, from Asia. Yep. Right? It comes from countries yep. where Richmond. labor's very cheap, Terry. Yeah, extremely cheap. So these products come in. The builders go over there. They're always on a plane, yeah, right? They're always they over it. there going. They're buying up, buying up big, and then they drag it all buying back up big here. and cheap. You know, all all your major shopping centres, all your high rises. It's all full it's of all full of this shit. Imported it's crap. Well, that's it, Andy. You've hit it. You've hit the nuts. You've hit it on the head. Well, you know, unfortunately, you know, with the facade catching on fire. It's not the actual facade. It's what in what's in, the, the what's in it. What's in it? It's the yeah, membrane in between. In, in between, mm. and it's very similar to what we've had down here. Right. Yes. The only, the only, well, the only difference is we, we, we do install life-saving devices such as sprinkler systems and a stunt by registered and trained up fully qualified people. But we did have a fire down at the lacrosse, down at the uh, lacrosse building, down at... Uh, that was Dock a couple Land, of years ago, wasn't it, Ian? About four or five years ago, yeah. right? And it did. It started racing up on the outside. But luckily it was contained and nobody yep. was seriously injured. You know, a bit of smoke... Inhalation and whatnot, but that building is fully fitted out. Now, one thing that did come to light was that they decided, because of the balconies, they took the sprinkler heads off the balconies. Yep. As a cost saving. Correct. Right? And, and whoever's whoever the boss or whoever it is, the recommendation was that they had to go back in. So now under the code, which which should never have been taken out anyway, because I mean, just because you've got a balcony doesn't mean a fire can't go. As now, the, now, now the sprinkler system goes out onto the balcony. Exactly. So and the way it should be. Yes. Well, if you look at the Billy 800 apartments, that eight, that's 800 heads, probably 1,600 elbows. Yep. Um, you know, another 1,600 pieces of pipe, all got to be cut, all man, man hours, just the cost, 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 cost. Well, it's a small right. cost that's, if it saves life, isn't it, Andy? Well, it is. It's, well, what, what price you put on all of Exactly. So tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, Ed, tomorrow day of morning, action. Day of action. Added, added fire industry. I hear day. there's some some speakers going to be there. Yeah, some good speakers are going to be there. We're getting all the all the all the technicians, the fire sprinkler fitter technicians, to do the test, specialising testing and servicing. They're going to go there. We'll be get a big number and uh, watch for the press release. What time's that, Ed? Seven o'clock. Seven bells, Ted. Seven bells. Yeah, that, I reckon uh, you'll have the who's who of the fire industry there. Absolutely. Might even be a few politicians. Might even be a few politicians. One yeah. in particular. Yes. Well, I know, Andy, it's very dear to your heart. You've been in the fire protection industry your whole life. Yep. Right? You've seen lots of changes. Absolutely. And uh, when well, times for change now, isn't it? Let's, let's get the regulator to regulate. Well, if exactly. not gonna, if well, you're not going to regulate, a, let's, you know, let's just, I'll, piss I them off. I won't use any names or anything. But... It came to light a few months ago, one of the last year, one of our members sent me a letter with all the documentation saying saying that, uh, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, that an unqualified tester went out to a, a, a school out in the northern suburbs and uh, he tested the system. That was a Dalvey system. If anybody knows anything about Dalvey systems, you don't turn them on because they're flat. Obviously, he didn't know anything about it. So he turned on, he's caused about $240,000 worth of damage. Did he get wet? Did he have an umbrella? Well, he got the, he got the heave <laughs> out, right? And it was, brought to the, it was brought to the authorities' attention. This is what happens, what can happen. It's not just that, but they don't, because they don't know a system, they don't highlight any 
uh, anomalies in the system, whether it's rusting or whatever, or you know, whether it's disconnected. I don't even know if it's disconnected half the time. So it was brought to their attention, and they just completely and utterly failed. They had put up every shutter, every excuse as to why they could not. Pro- we had the bloke's name, we had his vocation, we had everything he'd done, and all have that happened. Ad- have his address in? Yes, too. Did you know what team he barracked for? <laughs> yes, Richmond. Did he know the <laughs> Did he know the name of the unknown soldier? He did. <laughs> and he said, we, "We gave him every possible." Information. He knew it all. Every possible information. All I had to do was bring the bike up and prosecute him. <laughs> but they just well, they refused to do it. Yeah. Yep. But you know yep. what? They'll take They'll take a small mum and dad plumbing contractor, or a small mum and dad bit of a you know just doing the right thing, and they'll prosecute a man. Yeah, make an example out well, of They'll example yeah, him, and they put their hand up and say, "Oh yes, we find this bloke." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, yeah, good it be a good day tomorrow. To Anyone that wants on. to come to the uh, National Day of Protest in fire protection tomorrow at seven o'clock, Ian. Seven bells now at uh, FIT training out of Pycac. Yep. All right. Any any tester out there wants to come along by all means. And on that. Take it easy. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.